Hello, beautiful people. It is Mac. Um, so it happened again. We've had a few audio issues. My microphone was out of charge and couldn't charge it while we we're using it. So my audio is significantly quieter than Buckles. So bear with us. It's a shame because it was a really good episode to talk about and I thought we made a pretty good podcast. It's still fine, but it's just a bit quiet. Uh, hopefully you still enjoy it. Thanks, guys. See you on the other side. Is this Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Survivor Buffs, Blindsides and Banter Podcast. This is the podcast made by superfans with superfans for superfans. I'm your host, Buckles, and with me I've got my mate, Mac. Mac, how you doing? Buckles, my man, I am fantastic. This was, forget New Era, this was just a top episode of Survivor. I'll tell you what, after watching UK Survivor, this US version is a breath of fresh air. How good is it? (laughs) It is so good. It is so good. And I just want to say, it's crazy that what it could have been the most boring episode ever, but the cast and production turned it on, and they got into one of the most epic episodes of this new era. Caleb goes home, four votes to two. He was voted out last week. Nice, simple vote. Sifu gets voted out five to one. Nice, simple vote. But no, Jake comes up with this complex fucking scare the shit out of someone variety of strategy that came from nowhere because he showed no strategic chops up until this point. And then... On the other side of things, you've got Kelly fighting with her inner demons, trying to just work this unworkable, unflexible man. It turned into one of the best things we've seen in a long time. Yeah, I never thought about it uh, like that. Like, on the face of it, the probably the easiest votes of the season in these small drops of six. Sifu, obvious, obvious target, because he's got no one. And then Caleb, obviously the biggest target in the game. So why wouldn't you get him out? But yeah, like you said... They've made it into this fantastic episode of Survivor. It was riveting from start to finish. 90 minutes is coming into a tone. It's paying off. This is so good. Uh, I was, I'm always down on these, like, these, these splitting the tribes into two and doing these double votes. Like, I don't like it. I'd rather see a big vote. But Jesus was good. It was so much fun. There's so much going on. So much going on. It was, it was awesome. Like, the, like, just like the Kelly side, like the Kendra Bruce, what are they going to do? Like, the very simple vote, the not simple vote. Kendra's obviously wants Bruce out. It was it was great. It was great to watch. And Kelly, whoa. Like, don't get me wrong. I've always liked her. I've liked her this season the entire time. I've seen potential. But her at Tribal Council tonight was one of the greatest things I've seen. She just, she took it on herself. She won immunity. Kelly, Kelly, I, I, I don't know. if I, Can I call the buff now? If you, want, if you want to get the buffs now, let's do it. No, we should talk about the episode first. Okay. Yeah, like, she was fine. I didn't think she was that great, but yeah. like I actually preferred the other six. I think the other six was like some of the best Survivor you've seen. Like Jake, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, literally. like I gave this guy no hope of doing anything. And all of a sudden, he's like my favourite player. Like I'm loving what he was trying to do. Look, did it work? It didn't pay off. But it doesn't matter. The fact that he was trying something ridiculously fun and bombastic was... This is what I watched the show for. I don't want to see these let's lay low and do nothing type things. I want to see someone take charge. And he tried to do it. And if it had paid off, wow, what a moment it would have been. But, yeah, like, 
his confessionals were great. I thought Jake really had a top episode for someone that was on the wrong side of the numbers. Okay, so so we are pretty much calling out buffs now, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not getting you buff. Okay, there you go. <laughs> he, did, he, he definitely didn't win. He didn't win, but I don't know. Can I get into, like, almost next week's stuff already? Like, Jake says straight up, straight up to Mama J- uh, to Caleb, like, I love you, man. And then straight to Mama J's face, I voted for you, we'll talk. Yeah. I actually see that turning into a thing. Mama J is like the one person in this whole season because she, yes, she said that whole compartmentalizing speech and, but they've all got feelings and stuff like that. She's the one person this might actually work on. And Jay can literally tell her this move. If he explains what he was trying to do, I think she'd respect that and they might have something going forward. <laughs> yeah, I think he's sort of caught in it between a rock and a hard place. Like, it's obvious. Well, from, I guess we see it's obvious who voted for Julie, uh, Caleb, and one other. So I, I mean, they'd probably assume it's Jake. So he's sort of got no choice but to like just say, "Yep, it was me." Let's chat about it. Rather, you'd rather chat about it with the person you voted for than just like let it simmer and not chat, and then all of a sudden they're targeting you. Maybe a conversation can get him out of like a shit spot. I don't see that happening, but uh, yeah, I thought it was probably the right. When I saw him do it, I'm like, "Oh, that's a horrible move." And the more I thought about it, I'm thinking, no. What he did was correct. This is the only way out for him to, to try and build that back up to something. Because, I mean, him and Julie have not had a relationship the whole game. So it's going to be really hard for him to sell it to her. Like, oh, like, we can be friends now. But you, you weren't friends before I, this thing. So I, I actually, knowing Julie's personality, I completely disagree. I think it's quite an easy sell. Don't get me wrong. It might go absolutely nowhere. But I think he will get the respect from her as long as he just literally tells her as it is. That's so just who. It's the type of player she is. She's a very logical, very uh, strategic player. You do this to D. You do this to Austin. They're scared shitless. No matter what you say, you can't get anything back from that. You say this straight to Julie's face. I I think there is going to be a respect there, even if it goes nowhere. I think there's going to be a respect there, and there's a chance. There's a chance to open a relationship. It's a reason to talk, and that might be what Jake needs now. I, I respect, yes, I can understand that she would respect someone coming to her face and saying, hey, I voted for you. But really, this Reba Forsum, who look like they're about to take over the whole game. Yeah, they're about really, to take over the whole game. Any <laughs> excuse to pick a, pick a target, this is an easy excuse to get Jake out. He knows he's going to be on the bottom. Everyone can get behind his vote. Like, Katura doesn't want him anymore. Like, who's vouching for Jake? So I think this will be, yeah, he's going to try and do his best. And, and I'd love to see it because, like I said, Jake's really coming up, up the rankings for me. Uh, but I do think uh, he's going to have a really tough time of it next week. Uh, he, he definitely is. You can see it. We see it on next week on Survivor. He is. He needs to find an idol. Like he's fucked. He's in, he's yeah. in a bad spot. He literally. This was this was the hail mary move for him. And I understand completely why he did it. For him, I think this is the right move. He has a good relationship with Caleb. He puts work in to try and get his sort of allies together. He's definitely thinking a very Reba versus Bello game. Yeah, yeah. So I I do see the move for him. I love the strategy behind it. Can we talk about the strategy? Scaring the shit out of Austin? Like, damn. That is hot. That is, that is hot. That is such good strategy. It, it, and I genuinely think it would have worked. 
Yeah, it's hard to say. He's got. A, he must have a pretty good read on Austin, a guy he's known for two days at max. To to think that he could scare him into into that when when you've got to think Austin's tightest alliance is Julie as well, whereas the other two aren't that tight with Caleb. Like, if I'm Austin, I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, I'm not going to flip. So if you want to go to Rocks, let's do it. And then you, you put the bluff back on them. And I'm I'm like, given that the Caleb was a Lulu originally, and then Jake and Katura were Bellows. I would just assume that one of them would just flip their vote. So if I'm in Austin, you have the power in that situation. You're one out of three. The other two are two out of three. Like the chances are, uh, the chances of winning that vote are in Austin's favour. And he has, he has the stronger connection. Like you have more of a reason to go to a rock than Jake or Couture does. So if you have more of a reason to do it, that means the other side has less of a reason. Therefore, they probably won't go to a rock, which is what it, it, really what happens. I I can I can, I completely agree. In a smart. Perfect world, Austin doesn't flip, he forces their hand, they go to rocks or they flip themselves and they vote out Caleb, who again, yes, doesn't have a connection. But look at everything we've done this game with Austin. Everything. It is, he's playing a great game, okay? Yeah, but he he is obviously this easy to read. Like even just think about the D conversation that he had, it's like, Oh, do we get Caleb out? You're becoming a big player. He's talking like that. He's talking scared. Even something like the chat that he had with Emily at the start. He doesn't want to. Uh, he doesn't want Kelly out just yet because as soon as Kelly's out, there are people that know he has a full blown idol that makes him a threat. Smart survivor play. Scared survivor play. This is the scared era. I think Austin's scared. Like, uh, it's he, he's he's worked it. He's playing scared. He's trying to keep his threat level down because he deserves to. His threat level is huge. He's a physically strong dude. He survived a lot longer than most of the guys in that challenge. Okay? He's a physically strong dude. He has a full-blown idol, which somehow everyone's fucking forgotten about. And he has a possibly for another full-blown idol that multiple multiple people will know about. So he's trying to minimize that target, that threat level. Having people like Caleb and Jake is a smart play for him. And I actually see him flipping in this scenario, even though in a perfect world he shouldn't. Yeah, look, it's, I can understand your point. And I think what, what the fact that he has the idol means he might be more willing to, to, to flip and, and, go, and not go to rocks. Because if he knows if he gets through this vote, he's in final 10 with an idol... He's potentially got another idol coming down the track. He probably thinks I can win an immunity or two. So he's probably thinking, if I go to rock now, I risk like obviously you risk your whole game. risk your whole game. Yeah, but if I don't, I definitely can get through to nine. I know that for a fact with my idol, and then he's got other potential outs that are guaranteed without even doing any sort of gameplay. He could just go through it with his advantages. Um, yeah. So perhaps that's a reason he might not want to flip. Uh, his, sorry. That's How often do we go to rock smack? How often have you seen rocks ever in all franchises in everything? How often does it comes up? It takes balls to go to rocks. If you hold that bluff, okay, which Jake would have. I'm not sure if Katora would have. Well, obviously, Katora wouldn't have. Katora wouldn't have. So we're talking a completely theoretical situation here. But Austin's the one to go for. Julie wouldn't. Dee wouldn't. No one else would. Drew probably wouldn't. Drew would think... Mathematically, oh, I'm sweet, blah, 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 let's do it. 
Austin's the guy. Jake has a fucking good read for someone he met two days ago. Yeah, I, I'm still not. I'm still not agreeing with you. But I, if I'm Austin, I'm sitting there. I'm saying, look, I'm not flipping my vote. End of story. Are you going to go to Rocks for a member of Lulu who you, you met two days ago, Katura? Are you going to do that? No. So, like, you just sit there and just say you're not flipping your vote. This this happened in season 42, I think, in that um, in one of the pre-merge tribals with uh, Chanel and no, it was Daniel and High, was it? And yeah, like, yeah. Daniel straight away says. I'm not going to no. rocks. And all of a sudden, he gives yeah. up the power straight away. So if you don't give up the power straight away and stand firm, don't worry. No one wants to go to rocks. Someone will flip and, and someone without a connection to Caleb. Like these two, they met him like two or three days ago. Like there's no connection well, there. Yeah, K- Keturah has probably the biggest connection to Caleb outside of yeah. Emily. Other than, yeah, obviously, obviously. But I, I do believe Jake was standing strong. Austin would have flipped as long as K- uh, Katura was able to keep the nerve. Obviously, we work out very quickly. Katura couldn't keep a nerve. And let's put that down to history. Let's not put that down to today's vote. Let's put that down to history. I think Katura had the balls to at least do the vote at the start. I'm not sure if she would have flipped on the revote. If they were able to talk this right through, I think the conversation between Caleb and Katura was good. Okay, I think he, he crafted that well. Jake, unfortunately, his social skills brought it down. The history in the game. They've been together since day one. He hid this huge thing from her. Yeah. I can understand why she didn't go the way she did. Was this the right move for Katura? 100%. I thought she played it perfectly. So let's yeah. just go through her two episodes in total. At the start yeah. of the episode, Bruce pretty much calls her out. Uh, in front of everyone. Caleb. In front yeah. of everyone, right? So all of a sudden, this Bellow tribe, which she's sort of a part of, even though she's got this fracture with Bruce, um, he's really just called her out. And it just it just puts this wedge between her and the Bellows, right? Then she finds out about this idol that Bruce has from Caleb before Jake. She goes to Jake. Jake tells her, but if you tell someone second, it's not the same thing because you lose that bit of trust. If Jake had gone to her first and told her, different story. But he did. Yeah, but then she wanted to trust the Caleb. <laughs> Well, they needed to go together. They needed to go together. Yeah, perhaps. But her loyalty to the Bellows are no good. Like, you can't just give someone information when you need their vote, which is what Jake essentially has done. He's gone to her, I need you now. Here's some information. Yeah, well, yeah that's it. It's not good enough. Ago. Yeah, no, it's, exactly. It's, I, I agree. It's, it, like, she's seen right through that, and she's like, you know what? Stuff you. Like, we're obviously not together. You're only, you're only telling this because you need me. So I'm not doing this. And and it's also, it's her first tribal council where, where she can be voted out. Like, why would she ever go to Rocks on the first tribal council? It's not going to happen. So I, exactly. even though like Caleb was probably her strongest ally, she's probably thinking the Bellows are dead to me. If I'm the first one to jump ship, the Reavers will take me in. Which is exactly, like I say this is this is exactly where I think she's going. If she wants to be against Bruce, so go to the Reavers. I think she made the right choice. Um, yeah, I thought Katura played it really well. Yeah, I, I think I think she did as well. She definitely made the right choice for her game. Okay. Yes, I understand Jake. I obviously understand Caleb trying to stay in the game, but Katora made the right choice. I don't disagree with her choice. She is given... This starts conversations with her and the Reavers. This gives her a chance. She's she, even coming back to camp. She's not getting in trouble for voting out Caleb. Everyone voted out Caleb. She still has the bellows to a point. She obviously doesn't have Bruce and etc. There's definitely fractures there to the sh- up the fucking wazoo. But... She she's got she's got good stuff going on, and she probably goes into this next vote as almost 
in one of the best spots. Um, obviously aimed for by Bruce, but other than Bruce, no one actually really will probably want to go on. Even Jake, I don't think will want to go on. He'll respect the move and understand. Yeah, I just think she just she's just going to go up to to Julie, especially and say, hey, "I didn't vote for you, Julie. This is the plan. I'm going with you guys now." And he, she's going to dish the dirt on Bello, on Bruce, especially, uh, which she's been doing all season uh, to our to our much to our amusement. Yeah, but I think she's going to go to them and say, "Take me under your wing for a couple of votes," and they'll they'll gladly take her under the wing. I, I, I'm she's in for a very good spot for the next at least two episodes. I think going to rocks at, at final uh, twelve is far too early in the game. I like Jake's plan, but it just if this is Final 6 where you can see a definitive path to the end, I get it. But at Final 12, no one is thinking, I need this player to win the game. Everyone's just thinking, let's get through a couple of votes, and then you sort of set up your end game. I think it's far too early to sort of plan, like to, to put your game on the line. And for someone like Katura who doesn't need to, she made the right move. Yeah. Look, I... Look, I, I completely disagree, mate. The tribes in this new era are... The original tribes are more prominent in this post-merge game than ever, okay? We look back on these last four seasons. It's always this versus this versus this, okay? Proof, Sifu getting voted out tonight. He was Reba, but he wasn't Reba, so he was nice. Uh, he was expendable. Drew didn't even fight for him too hard. That is proof. Jake has seen the writing on the wall here. And the wall is Reba, even without Sifu, is a big unit. D, it looks like they think D's like bloody um, throw it like the big leader of the thing. But Jake's seen the writing on the wall. This, we have talked about this all game. Reba 4 is the strongest alliance in the game. Okay. Jake has somehow read this. I don't know where this came from. I don't understand. Looking at the guy, I'd never see this, but he has read this. And I think this is the time to get it over Reba. Get one of that four out and work it out because they this move has lost the war for Bello. Here, them losing Caleb here has lost the war for Bello. Here, yeah. at this vote, I call it now. And we will come back in the weeks to come about this. This was the right move for Jake. I'm not. I, 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 no, it's too early. It's far too early. Final twelve for rocks. It's like for Jake. I I can understand it, but for anyone else who wants to go to rocks, except for Caleb, because it, obviously it's going to be him. It's just not. It's not worth risking your game at twelve because at the, now you're into final ten. There's still options to work with. You have to back yourself as a survivor player to find a way through. Like you, you're not going to just ride one alliance right to the end. It doesn't happen anymore. It, like it doesn't. Okay, it does sometimes. Tika, Tika, literally last season. Tika, last season. Okay. That came to my head as I was saying that. It does happen, but it's pretty rare. Like, usually there's someone that's like... There's always ways in, and there's always pathways to the end. And and looking at... From from 12... If you're looking at the end at 12, you're looking far too far ahead. You sort of have to just find a couple of votes at a time. I I, I just It's just too far. To, to rock. Okay, Katora does. I I call this now. Katora does not win this game. I no, call I it right think, now. Jake wins it either if he gets through this. Fight. No, no, I, I, I do. I I do. no. I'm not saying Jake specifically wins. Bello wins the war. Okay. Yeah, but uh... Bello, this wins the war. It win. It beats the. It starts the war. It finishes and it starts and finishes the war before we get to it next week. Which is when it's going to happen. And who wins next week? Let's talk the numbers through. We've got D 
D, Julie, Austin, Drew are tight four. They're not flipping on anyone, especially not, not this stage of the game. We've got no, Emily that is so... that she's she Emily is holding onto Austin's pocket. She's walking around with Austin, holding onto his pocket like she's his <laughs> bitch in jail. And he she, they've got her completely. Now Katora. Katora has just flipped on Bello. Realistically, she hasn't, but she has. She wants Bruce out anyway. She's going to go for Bruce now. Okay, Bello gets destruction. Uh, gets destruction for the next few weeks. Katora gets knocked out. Um, she might be used as a swing to get one of the four out when D gets too prominent, or they actually work out how dangerous Austin is, and then she gets voted out at final five, final four. We've got Reavers at the end of the game. Maybe one crappy bellow like Bruce. Because the truth is, I don't understand why people want Bruce out so bad. Because he is the perfect person to go to the end with. Because no one's going to vote for him. Yeah, look, I think Bruce is the perfect person to take to the end of this point. Because he's probably seen as like the goat of the game where he's not going to get any votes. He's rather a lot of people up the wrong way. So let's 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 ditch this this talk about the Reaver-Bellow war. We have our different opinions, and that's fine. I guess we'll see how it plays out. Let's move over to the other tribal council and Bruce, and, and maybe let's just talk to Bruce for a while, because Bruce was a hot topic at the start of this episode, wasn't he? Everyone was talking it was about a hot him. topic the whole way through the episode. He is, this was his episode, yeah, <laughs> just not as a villain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I actually wrote down, have you seen the movie Encanto? No. You haven't seen it? Okay. There's a song... <laughs> Why would I watch that? <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno, and I wrote down, we don't talk about Bruce. No, we do. We do talk about Bruce. But that's all we do. Everyone was... It's, literally, the first half an hour was all Bruce. Yeah. It was all Bruce. It, it was every... It. And, then the, and then the second half, every time you go to Tika Beach is, will Kendra go for Bruce? Oh, Bruce wants this. We can't handle Bruce. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. It was... It, the whole episode was Bruce. Yeah. Bruce and Caleb. So, how do we see? What are we, what are, what are we looking at? What are we looking at when we look at Bruce? Like, is he playing a good game at all? Because he seems to have some sort of power. He's not getting votes. He's yet. got a lot of power. Yeah. Yeah. He seems. Everyone um, seems to be saying, "Oh, he's, he's in a powerful position," which I somewhat agree with because he looks a bit at the top of the bellows with Kelly. But I think everyone sort of sees him as this guy that we don't respect, perhaps. I definitely think he's got a good read. That Kelly's actually the strength, and him saying "I'm your number one," "I'm your," "I'm your," "I'm your number one," is really good for him, and and that's what got him through this vote. If he didn't have such a good thing with Kelly, obviously this was a very different outcome. He probably would have had to play the idol. Look, Bruce wouldn't have lasted on Tika. Let's let's say that, especially this episode, <laughs> it proved it to me. Bruce was first or second out on Tika, no question. Even if they're losing, they want him gone. He could not have hand like Caroline and Bruce on the same tribe was never going to be a thing. That would have been such good. That would have been better than Katora and Bruce. Better. <laughs> anyway, okay. And I genuinely believe if Bello had gone to tribal twice, he was fucked. Okay. Yeah. Bello, if, if they, yeah, early on, this non-flexible player cannot win in this new era. It is that simple. This old school. Leader, unflexible. What I say is the highway player cannot win this this era. It's that simple. Okay, we are too diverse. We like it that that player is incriminated. That player is hated and frowned upon. Things like calling Katura out in front of everyone. Great move. Great move to throw her under the bus. 
But if you look at the numbers, dumbass, this is not the right time to throw Katura under the bus. You need her in your numbers, whether you've got a good friendship with her or not. Not good gameplay. Horrible gameplay. Shit gameplay. Okay? And possibly part of the reason why Katura didn't even didn't even make it to the revote with this um, at this tribal council. Okay? Yeah. I understand the editor shown us that Katora has been upset with Bruce from the start. I'm starting to feel like Bruce put a line in the sand at the start and started almost pissing her off on purpose so she feels that way. He seems like that sort of guy that he made a genuine, oh, I don't care about this person, so I'm not going to put in effort, pissed her off on purpose, doing things like this, talking to her like he is. And he's a is effectively dismissed playing with her from the start. And we're only seeing the outcome of that. We're only seeing the annoyance of that. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, look, I can definitely see that is like dismissed her as a player. And I think because they never went to tribal, he never got the chance to get rid of her or vice versa. So you sort of, it's hard to come back from that once you sort of write someone off because it's like a mindset. And once you sort of said, I'm not working with this person, even though they're sort of part of my numbers, it's really hard to change that. Um, what I don't understand with Bruce is right. He's, he, he obviously doesn't like Katura, which is whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. He's, he's he's on the wrong side of Caleb as well, and it's like, well, what, what numbers do you think you have? Like, he doesn't have any Reavers on his side. Like, no one really wants him. So, like, is he, like it's like he's tanking his own game by not trying he, to build these bonds. You know, he genuinely is. That's what that's what every twenty eight year old male wants to hear. They want someone that isn't their father lecturing them about what they've done wrong. That's exactly what I wanted to hear when I was twenty eight. I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't come out as best mates. I just thought it was funny. Carl was like, "Oh, I don't know how I got through twenty-eight years without Bruce telling me." What <laughs> Such good content. Such good That's content. Bruce, and then, dude, like Kelly. Kelly is like holy fuck. Like, if I was to pick a winner here at the moment, I seriously, she just gets better and better for me every week. She seriously does. I, I am loving Kelly. Um, I don't know if I call her as the winner, but. I am loving Kelly. Kelly, just she's awesome. I am. She, her gameplay is great. Her relationships are great. If it, if she had some sort of connection to the Reba, I pretty much guarantee she wins this game. But she doesn't. So I, I swear we just had a ten minute conversation about how Reba is going to dominate this this, this merge. Exactly. <laughs> that's why. That's all the Reba's in the yeah. end. How can Kelly? <laughs> Not no, possible. no, I, I I completely agree. What I'm saying is <laughs> Kelly is perfect for the game of Survivor. Haley Leak is those yeah. vibes that I'm sort of getting absolutely um, from her. And if she had some sort of Reba connection, which she doesn't, as I said, <laughs> she I, I would put it pretty much write her to win this game. She she's yeah. great. Um, but she and she's just you can see how much she needs Bruce. She even wants to work with him. He's just so difficult, and she's just trying to just suggest, just 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 put in feelers, and he is just a brick wall, and it's just bouncing. Like, she's throwing a tennis ball against a brick wall, and it's coming straight back at her. There is yeah. nothing going through. He is unflexible, and this is, this is that alpha male that people attack. This is that alpha male that people don't like. This is yeah. not what we want to be watching. Then at the same time, it's fucking entertaining as shit. So, fuck yeah, Bruce. Good TV. Go Bruce. I think it's I think it's very good TV. <laughs> I do think Kelly's playing a really good game, and uh, the reason she wants to keep Bruce to me is really obvious. That Bruce, if if once this war starts, severe shield. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Who's the first one to target? It's not Kelly because Bruce is still here. If Bruce goes, Kelly might be seen as the leader of the Bellows. Maybe it's Jake after this. Um, yeah. But with Bruce there, Kelly's always got an extra vote up her sleeve in Bruce's vote, as well as an extra person that goes before her. So she's definitely done the right thing, especially when in this small tribe where it's Sifu or Bruce. It makes no benefit for her to get Bruce out now. Yeah, exactly. Like, they all exactly. know they're going to get him out later. But, um, she, like I, said, she's played a great game. She seems to have a really calm head on her shoulders. Hayley Leagues, definitely, I'm getting those vibes from her. Like, yeah. she's really composed and understands it. Okay, so I did want to ponder a strategy, okay? I wanted to ponder a strategy towards you, a float it, let's say. Hit me with it. Um, now, I've already dismissed this strategy. It's not a smart strategy in the end, but... It was a hang great. On, it was a. It was a great thought thread for me. Okay, it was a great thought thread. <laughs> okay. so I want to throw. I want to pitch you an idea which I already don't like. That which I already good. don't. Which I already don't like the end result. But I love the the principles behind it. Okay. okay. All right, so Bruce, huge target. Kendra wants him out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kelly is there floating it now. What if she forced the idle play? And got out a bigger player like Drew. Is Kelly or Kendra? For, this is Kelly. This is Kelly. Because Kelly's the only person that can do this. She forces the idol play. When Bruce is like, I'm going to play my idol, instead of her saying, I'm an Aaron, she's like, I actually, I, I'm starting to think you should. She forces the idol play and they get out a big player like Drew instead. Mm. What's wrong with just uh, voting for Drew with Kendra and Bruce? And I don't. Kendra. I don't see. Well, Kendra. Kendra. Kendra was with Drew. Yeah. No. Kendra was with Drew. Okay. Kendra has some. She had. Yeah. She was. She was working with Drew at the old. What was it? The old Lulu tribe. No. No. Bello tribe. Bello. Bello. Yeah. They. She has some sort of connection with him. I don't see her flipping. Like you saw her grab everyone that wasn't Bello. We're getting Bruce out. Okay. Okay. Kelly. So you're saying get the numbers on Bruce. Tell get Bruce the numbers on Bruce. Then right. you've got Bruce as like Bruce goes out next week or the week after, blah, blah, which she's already predicting is happening anyway. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, she yeah. gets out someone like Drew, like a huge player in this game, a huge part of the Reba Alliance, unless she's not thinking that way. I don't know. I like the theory in it. Thinking after it. Having Bruce with an idol, that's a double shield, okay? Um, like, it's it's good going forward. They need ammo in their bank for this Reba Bellow War. So I've thought it through. I've dismissed the theory, but I loved the theory, and I had a lot of thought into it. Yeah, look, it's not a it's not a bad idea. No idea is a bad idea in brainstorming, and it's not a, it's not a horrible idea. Uh, I just think is Bruce in on this plan? Does he have to go for this, or you just you're just trying to scare him into playing? Yeah, no, you scare him into playing. It's, right, so and it's, Kelly, it's, it's Kelly easy. Yeah. Yes, Kelly, okay. Kelly alone. Kelly makes this move. This is a... Like, she gets the final tribal on this move alone, and that's a game-winning move. Yeah, I, look, it's not, it sounds like a great move in hindsight, but at the same time, Sifu it, is... Like, everyone's happy to vote Sifu, and I think from Kelly's perspective, this is still hurting Reavers. Even though we know that Sifu is not really with anyone, maybe that's not how it seems out there. I think this yeah. this whole Drew, Austin, D, and Julie thing is pretty well hidden, like... Yeah, no it's, it's, it's doing well, it. yeah. So I don't... I think they're just seeing it as still, like, uh, Bello and, and Reba. So I think getting out Sifu to them is the same as getting out Drew. I don't think they know how tight this other foursome is. 
No, I look, I, I, I very much agree with that. We we see a completely different thing to what they're seeing. Obviously, Sifu is cannon fodder for Reba. That would Jay was cannon fodder for Reba. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like the same. exactly the same. But it's still a number that Reba could have worked on. He probably would have been a lot more open. I wanna I just wanna ask also, not having Sifu in the jury. Is this, and we'll get into whether we like the twist about half of one of the players that went home tonight not going to the jury and one of the players going. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit because I've got some views on that as well. Yeah, but I actually really agree with Sifu being voted out before jury because he is such a wild card. I, no one could read him. This was the most somber we've seen him. Holy shit, like you saw it. You could tell he was going home on screen. He was, he was a completely different energy today. Yeah, I, I could tell he was going home when he had the confessional about how all he wanted to do was make jury. I'm like, well, this guy's going home. Uh, I, th- I think, uh, look, Sifu was the biggest wild card of the season, and no one knows what he did what, or where he sat. But the thing is, he goes to tribal and he's like, I'm the biggest threat still. And I'm like, you're not. Like, you're not at all. Like, you've yeah. done... Yeah, he's got, he's got a horrible read. Horrible read on the game. Yeah, I know. He, he must think he's doing all these things with his fake idol and stuff, but... He just has no connections. And it's like, without connections, you, you can't have a threat level. So he's a bit delusional. His perspective on himself was really, or perception on himself was really misguided. Um, and it just seemed to be just an easy vote everyone could get behind because he wasn't linked to anybody. And that, in these small tribes, you need to have someone vouching for you when you're not there, when you're in other conversations. That you can yeah. be like, and he had no one. He had no one. He was, he was yeah. a lone wolf. He was exactly a lone wolf. right. And it's nice, like easy. It, it slowed down the war on between Reba and Bello. I completely yeah. agree. But <laughs> if Kelly weaponizes Bruce, <laughs> gets Drew out, we could be going into next week in a completely different set of numbers. Okay? Yeah. We go into next week, D, Austin, Julie, Reba. We've got Emily, well and truly in Austin's pocket. Then we've got Bello, five Bellows. Okay, without an idol, obviously. And we've got Sifu as that middle ground. We've got, well, we've got Katura and Sifu as that middle ground that they can swing yeah. each and every way. That, that, that could have changed the game completely. Anyway, it was, it was, a, good, it was a good thought, thought thread. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a, a galaxy braining type thing where, yeah, it's extremely hypothetical. Like, isn't, that what we all, isn't that what we do? No, no, this is just beyond that. This is, you've gone too far this time. I've gone too far? Okay, oh shit, my bad. <laughs> anyway, okay, well, what, did you th- what did you think about the uh, Sifu going not to the jury and Caleb going to the jury? Yeah, what did you I think, what did you think of that, Swiss? I don't like yeah. this at all. I think this is horrible. I think to have... That put so much about- pressure on Kelly. Holy fuck, that put pressure on Kelly. Fair enough, the tacos, that's a big enough pressure. But that is huge. No, there's no pressure on Kelly. She won the challenge for herself. Whatever happens after that, it's out of her control. Like, I don't think it puts her on her. I just think it's... Caleb got voted out maybe like two hours later. And how is it fair that... That you you made it to the same day... It's like just the timing of the it's, tribal councils. It's not fair. Yeah, I know. It's not. I can't justify it very well, but I hate it. I hate it. It... It oh, hurt. Okay. Yeah, I, I hurt for Sifu. I had yeah. more emotional connection in this episode with Sifu, knowing he was going home and not making the jury. 
Like it was, it was, it it sucked. It hurt. Yeah. It made me pissed it, off. I've been a big advocate. If you make the merge, you should be on the jury, and it always doesn't happen that way. But in this situation where it's a double vote on the same day, that that's enough to say you should be on the jury. Like it's 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 too harsh on someone that you got in a group, a random group where one person lasts along with another person, which has no influence on you. Sorry, it, it wasn't you doing the chat. Like you, sorry. You didn't win the challenge, but someone else that won the challenge is now in control of. If you make the jury, it's just so harsh. It's, it's. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just like this game's hard enough. Don't make it harder. Don't yeah. fuck with a guy's head. This is this is fucking with a guy's head on purpose for no reason other than our enjoyment, and we didn't enjoy that. No, I'm sorry, American Survivor. You did so many good things this this episode. So many good things. As I talked about at the start of the episode, you make two boring as fuck votes. Amazing. Okay, I've got to put that down to your cast and production. They did so well. Yeah. But you fucked up with that. Okay? I'm, yeah. I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy. I'm pissed off. I'm annoyed. Get angry. angry. Yeah. <laughs> what do you oh, think yeah. about the um, the tribe split and how everyone was shocked that we're doing a six-on-six six challenge? Yeah, that's... that's they blew yeah. my mind. No, that, that, no they, 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 they definitely... They've definitely got to think that that's going to happen. They're, well, they're trying to change up the seasons. They've been doing it at the final ten for the last four seasons. Of course, they open up the they open up the merge to one extra person this like this time, and they do it again at final twelve just to change it up. They like they they were doing their shock and awe because of for TV value. That was it. That was it. They knew it. They they could they as soon as they walked up at that challenge, they knew that was what was happening. Yeah, I don't, I'm not so sure because Drew doesn't even have his bag with his safety without power. Yeah, but that's just... You know just... what? As soon as he lost, I'm thinking, well, <laughs> Drew's, Drew's definitely going to leave. Why would he risk it? I'm thinking he's playing safety without power for sure. Mm. But actually, I, I prefer exactly. them doing it at 12 because then we actually get... So a yeah, final 11. Yeah. Well, that's, a final no, 10 no, vote, yeah. A final, a final nine vote. Because um, they yeah. used to do it at final 10, so you'd skip nine and go to eight. And, and eight... When you have it, when you're having this do or die at six or five, whatever it was, and then it's only final four fire. There's not that many votes left, but at least now we're going to get, we should get pure votes from ten to five. Yeah, yeah. Look, the two best votes in the game are always the final seven and the final nine. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, they're the two best votes. We've lost the final nine vote. It's been annoying for the last four seasons. I, I, I do, I do like that. Doing it now, them changing the game, players not working it out like Drew. That's a fault on him. Okay, no, he yeah. should expect it. He should expect that they've been they've been running a very very similar game for the last four seasons with slight variance. As soon as they had jury, uh, as soon as they had mer- fake merge at thirteen, he should have just assumed it was happening at twelve. Okay, I think why aren't you just taking your bag anywhere? Like who knows? Exactly. Like, why aren't you taking your advantage? Challenge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got to hold on to that stuff like it's like you know. Like, like it's gold, because like it is. Like something you'd hold on to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mate, we see the we saw the future. We saw a multiverse into the future. Yeah, what a moment. What, a moment. What, what did you think? What did you think of this? Did you like this from production? I loved it. I thought it was heaps. I was like, how cool is this? Like, it was, it was even like, the fact they even showed the votes, so you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. It just made the suspense even more. It's like, oh, are we actually going to go to rocks? And then it sort of left that cliffhanger like, is Couture going to do it? So we knew that the plan was in place. And I think 
having this this flash forward in there, it sort of helps the viewers understand what is actually like what a rock draw is and what what a reboot is and like how it's actually working. So it's a good way to explain it in a, in a really fun way to show it. You know? It was a great way to show it. So entertaining, kept me on the edge of my seat. It proved where the votes were going. Like seeing Julie's face on that was awesome. Like oh oh they're going for me. This is bad. And it was it was it was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. And as I said at the start of the episode, this made a boring as fuck episode amazing. Okay, this made a boring as fuck vote out absolutely great. The production hats off to you. You're winning in my book at the moment. I'll probably be down on you next week, but at the moment. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought what would have been cool if they actually went to rocks, if they did the whole flash forward and, and even showed them all holding like their hand out without showing the rock. Yeah. So like, we know they're going to rocks. Who's going to go home? The, the suspense would have just been crazy. Yeah, it would have been. Um, but obviously, we yeah, didn't get, we didn't get there. <laughs> but it really built up that moment. I thought it was really a nice touch. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> all right. Um, I, I guess the one other thing I sort of want to talk about is the auction. The auction's coming yes. up, Yes. The Welcome auction's coming up. Yeah. yeah. Excited for that. That's I'm doing a little dance. I know you can't see me, but I'm doing a little dance. I know. I can see you in my head. I can picture this. <laughs> yeah, you can picture this. <laughs> yeah. No, auction back. Everyone's been calling out for this for, how, I mean, years. Because Jeff famously said, the auction's broken. Everyone waits for the advantages. So do you reckon there'd be no advantages in this auction? Like, What, what do you reckon's going to happen? I, I, I couldn't even tell you. I seriously, I, I don't even want to, I, I, I can't, I can't speculate. They, there was a reason they took it. It was that, look, okay. Can I ask you a question? In the last four seasons, how much content have we gotten from home? Very little, very little, very little. I think they removed the content from home. You don't get letters from home. That was the reason they exposed of the auction in the first place. It was the, in uh, worlds apart, Season 30, when Shireen, she says, okay, don't, like, someone just put $20, then it'll cost us all 20 bucks. She found the cheat code to the auction. They get rid of the letters from home, and the advantages are just sort of doused in, in between. But I think if we get more than one advantage coming out of this, I'd be shocked because of how limited advantages there are in this game and how they've done it. That's why I think there's going to be a twist on the auction in terms of, um, like, I, either there won't be any advantages at all and uh, people yeah. will be waiting for it and then not spend their money, or there'll be some sort of twist with the money where, I don't know, it's going to be something different. They're not going to do it how it used to be done. Cause yeah, it's Jeff, not going to. Jeff's come out before yeah. and said, we're not doing that. We don't like it. So yeah. it's going to be different, which I'm excited about. I don't know how they're going to spin it, but it's good. Yeah, I, I just, I think, drop the letters from home. Okay, it's twenty-seven days, guys. Twenty-seven days. Twenty-six. Twenty-six days. Is it twenty-six? Is it twenty-seven? No, it's twenty-six. Oh fucking hell! Yeah, I, I, I'm tired. I've done a lot of podcasting. <laughs> um, okay, twenty-six days. Okay, it's not a long game. You're you're away from your family for maybe a month and a half. Okay, don't do those. Then there can't be any cheat codes, or you just give it to one person. One person gets a letter from home or something. That's that's literally how they fix this. Yeah, how they yeah. fix this, and that's that's that was the issue. That was, the issue wasn't the advantages; it was the letters from home. It was the cheat code that Shireen picked up. It was smart. 
It was awesome. Good on yeah, it. I, I think it was part of it, but I think everyone was just wait, holding their money for the advantages at the end. It, it was not fun TV. I, I, for some reason, I love the auction where people just start smashing their face with food. That's fun. I don't know why. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm like, yeah. oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And it, I can't wait for that to next week. <laughs> okay. Um, talking about next week, did we want to quickly run through our options from last week? Because I know mine were fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's have a look at what we said about uh, next week in Survivor. We'll have a little flashback to last week's predictions. So, yeah, it's it's a little bit tough because of this split up next week. So we have to assume that anyone with an idol will be safe because they'll probably play it in a small tribe. So someone without an idol, someone that is sort of... a. a maybe on the outs of any sort of groups. So I'm looking at people like maybe like a Sifu, maybe like a Kendra. Uh, I mean, Caleb surely is another target. But then someone's going to be immune as well, so he might win the individual part. This is really tough. I'm going to go with... Uh, uh, let me go with Kendra. Kendra's going home next week. And the other person? Because there's two people going home next oh, week. Oh, there's two people. Oh, well, I'll go, just go Sifu then as well. Sifu and Kendra? That's not too bad. One from two. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one from two. Yeah. I mentioned Caleb as well, so I'm going to give yeah. myself. I'll give myself a big tick for that. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you a ding. <laughs> yeah, I'll give me. Give me. Yeah, give me one, but it probably deserves yeah. two because I mentioned. No, nah, it deserves two. Like you, like it, like yeah, you got. You thought Caleb might win. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is definitely uh, leading towards this challenge is definitely leading towards the uh, young females, um, but. Yeah, like you did, you did well. You did well. I'm happy with that. I'll give you, I'll give you a one and a half. Right. Thank you. I'll, I'll take that. All right. One let's, and a half. let's see what you said. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, don't don't show me this. <laughs> let's have a look. Yeah. Uh, um, look, I think Caleb. I think he his name gets brought up, but I don't think he gets written down. <laughs> I definitely see it as Bellow. I think Bruce, if he doesn't win, win gets aimed at, and he has to either bluff the idol or play the idol. Uh, I actually see Jake as quite a big target for next week. He seems quite accomplished at challenges. He's quite decent. And I'm going to go with yeah, I'm going to go Jake Katora. Oh, no, Jake and Kendra. That. Sorry, Jake and Kendra. I apologize. <laughs> not, not your best no, work. Not my best work. That is that is the worst, my worst week, I think. <laughs> my worst predictions. But I'm I'm happy to start next week's predictions myself. I, will, I think I have this down pat. Okay? Hit me with Okay. It. The Reva Bellow War starts. Okay. Bruce either has to play his idol or he's gone. I think it's Jake or Bruce next week, without a doubt, unless we get a correct idol play, which is what I'm hoping for. And I'm not sure. I think Bruce is a bit too stubborn to give his idol up for Jake. But I think I need it. We need a correct idol play for a possible Reba vote out. But Bruce and Jake are in the firing line that one of them was going on. Well, you have to, you have to pick a side. You can't just say one. Bruce, pick one. Uh, Jake goes home. I think Bruce is too stubborn to give up his idol. 
Yeah, I was I was thinking Jake, but the, now you've talking about idols, it's like they can't split the vote. There's not enough numbers, so exactly. they really have to load up on one yeah. person. So if they do that on Bruce, but people know Bruce has an idol, I think, because yeah. Caleb told Emily that, so Emily can relay that information. So they probably target Jake instead. Maybe try and get Bruce to play an idol on himself and vote Jake out. I'm going to go with Jake as well. Yeah. I, it, or we could really get into this and talk about Dick Kelly and Kendra stand by Bruce and Drake. And, like, that is that, like, I think Kelly's definitely smart enough not to. And Kendra, she's already not a big fan of Bruce anyway. There could be enough for a split and one of them goes home anyway. Yeah, if you're the Reavers, you can't trust Kelly or Kendra to get you in a split vote with, on, on their own ally. Exactly. Like, that's not yeah, fair. that's fair. That's fair. That's not going to happen. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that. All right, let's get to the voted out players. And we've got a big one here. Did you want to start with the big one or the wild card? Actually, they're both wild cards. Start with the big one or the wild card. <laughs> they're both somewhat wild cards. But, yeah, I mean, the big one's Caleb, obviously. Let's let's start with him because he's – it's virtually – to me, it's been the season of Caleb and Emily, yeah. which is – as much as like it's been great, it's really weird to see Emily, such a big... Surprisingly, player. Emily's name has not come up this podcast. Who would have thought episode one, Emily, would be the only Lululemon to make lemonade? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have thought that if you told me. Because um, she seemed like the worst one. Yeah. Oh, we, we've, we've talked about her arc of redemption. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I did say about her in my notes was... I had something... That I thought it was pretty good. She was happy to let Caleb go. She saw the writing on the wall. She didn't want to fight for him anymore. Like it was detrimental to her game to keep fighting for him. So she's like, "I'm happy to let him yeah. go." And I thought that's really smart gameplay and really good awareness of, of where her and Caleb were sitting in the in the in the group. Yeah, definitely. No, she she did really well. Anyway, let's we're not talking about her. Let's talk about Caleb. <laughs> no, <laughs> we just had we had to, just had um, to touch base with Emily there for a second, the guys. <laughs> well, she's like the main character, and as I was saying, like her and Caleb are the main character of the season. And to have a main character go out at, like, the 11th place, it's so strange. Like, we just... Usually, they don't get this much of an edit. They're this much of a... This aura around him. But I guess they built it up for the shot in the dark moment. He's obviously, like, the nicest guy, the most social guy, you know, Survivor's ever seen, arguably. Um, Great player. Really good skills for the game. I think he's a victim of his own, like, how good he is. Yeah, yeah. He's his own threat level. Yeah, he's a victim of his own just likability. Like, everyone knew how likable he was, and that was the reason he got targeted. And he's shown some, like, really good, like, strategic maneuvers and chops for the game. He's a, he's a great player. But I just think in this, you know, this day and age, you can't be that likable. It just doesn't... You're too, you're too likable, mate. Bloody hell, Caleb. You're too likable, mate. Yeah, you, you can't be the Kim Spradlin where everyone loves you and just make it to the end and win. Like, no one's going to let you do that. This is the so, scared era of Survivor. Like scared era of Survivor. Your likableness scared everyone. Yeah, I think the players are just a lot smarter nowadays and aware of how that comes across. So, it just becomes a target. And yeah, great game from Caleb. Will he return? Honestly, like, I have him very high on the list of... Um, of new era players to return. I think he, he's a huge shout to return. And uh, I really liked him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's one of the highest on my list. I do love him getting out at like at 11th place, like getting the jury. That's awesome for him. I'm so glad for him. This almost guarantees him the chance to return because we couldn't see what he could do in that end game. I think, I think I guarantee this is the first time I've ever said this. I guarantee Caleb comes back. 
Wow. I guarantee it. He is, uh, he is in my mind, 99.99999% of coming back to this game and doing it again. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I hope so, because I like yeah. I like watching him play, and he just seemed to have, his professionals were great. He had some really good one-liners. Like he had everything to be like a great survivor player. Yeah. And memorable moments is of course shot in the dark. It's got to be. It's got to be the shot. It's the it's 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 like he's had some pretty good moments in this um, in this season. Yeah. Shot in the dark blows them all out of the water. Eleven votes. They're talking about twelve votes, but eleven votes extinguished. Good on him. Good on him. Yeah, well, I mean, it goes down in like the legacy lexicon with like with, with you know, Wentworth's idol with uh, with you know the the, the Reichenbach giving away his necklace. Like these things we remember forever. I think this could be one of them in this new era with Shot in the Dark is available. Yeah. Like this is that iconic. I this think. is the biggest thing that's happened in five seasons. Yeah, I'd have it up there with like the the Cody Jesse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that was the only other moment of the new era that that sort of. Competes, even competes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, cool. Sifu, as a as a character, funny as shit. As a character, funny as shit. Loved it, hated it, was indifferent to it. It was. It had all the emotions running. His character, as a player, eh, I, 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 I'm a bit speechless. I've got nothing for you. You got something for me? <laughs> yeah, look, as a character, like in the first episode, I loved him. Like, how good is this? He's like a new Tony on steroids. That's what he was calling it. Like, Tony five, times five, I think is what he yeah. said. And I'm like, this is going to be so good. He's obviously cast because he's this larger than life character. And I'm like, I just don't think we saw enough of him. Yeah. I really liked him from what I saw because he was just so out there and different to everyone else. But I just don't think we got enough of yeah. him. I just really think he just didn't understand the game. Like, it would not surprise me if he had never watched Survivor before because he just seemed to not get it. And and he just didn't have any social connections, any sort of gameplay except for his fake idol. He just didn't... He didn't grasp how to play. Uh, Rupert. Rupert. Because I did like him. Rupert. I, I yeah, because that, was, that was like the most strategic thing Rupert ever did was that rock in the pocket. And the rock, the, the rock in the pocket, like, and he was a larger than life character. Oh, There's similar. definitely similarities. Unfortunately, yeah, Seafood, look, I definitely think Seafood loves the game. I think he's definitely watched the game. Some people's minds just don't think like this. They're not made for Survivor, and he was not made for Survivor. I don't think anyone's getting cast in this new era unless they're a super fan. I think he is. He just doesn't have the mind for Survivor. Yeah, I just think a lot of the, a lot of what we saw him on the screen was like him, you know, playing a stick as a guitar to a rock yeah. song. Like that was half of Cody. Cody, another Cody. No, no, Cody had some. He was he was a bit more. Of a player. He was a bit more of a player, but he was a larger than life character. He didn't have. He was he was a fan, but not fan enough to be a super fan. I think that's a nice like in this new era. I think he's a he's he was cast in that Cody spot. And you could arguably say he is the Rupert of the new era. Yeah, no, personally, I love, I prefer players, more players like Sifu. I think we've cast too many super fans nowadays. I agree. It sort of makes the game a little bit stale, and having someone that's completely different is good for TV, and I, I actually quite like yeah. it. Um, that's why I'm sort of liking Kendra a bit. Just cause she's yeah, yeah. She's not yeah. a game yeah. Um, And so Sifu definitely 
fit that bill. So I appreciate him being on the season. I just his gameplay was just not up to yeah. scratch. Um, you got a memorable moment for him? Um, oh, it, it must be one of these like one of his confessionals. Like, things that he was doing or <laughs> none of his. Nah, really, his confessionals like, oh, I'm about to erupt. <laughs> yeah, I, I, they didn't really. Yeah, okay, fair him. enough. Just yeah. always tight cheeky yeah. stuff, or in in the even on like the opening on the boat where. Jeff tells him like the tribe name, and he just keeps repeating like ah, Riva. like six times, and Jeff's just like staring at him like, "What are you doing?" And he just says, it again. <laughs> "That's probably what I'll do." Uh, and that sums him up. Yeah, that does. Yeah. Will we see him again? Oh, I, I wouldn't have thought so. Like, I can't imagine how he how he would come back. Yeah, I don't. He doesn't have the strate- strategic chops. He was a bigger, like, larger than life character. I think everyone had. They were a bit. Indifferent to him. I don't think he was the best larger-than-life character that we had. Like, I'd be thinking Cody above him, that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't see him coming back. But if I saw him again, probably wouldn't surprise me just because of his character. Um, I just don't. I just don't see. I just don't see it happening. Anyway, let's get to Buckles Buffer the episode. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited because for the first time this season, I hope it's the first time this season, I get to give Kelly a buff. Or did, get, did I give her one recently? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you already gave Okay, well, I'm giving her another one. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, I've now, I'm sorry, Kelly. I'm sorry, Emily. I, I love you. You're amazing. But I think Kelly has surpassed you as my favorite player this season. Kelly is killing it. She did really, really well this episode. She was able to keep Bruce's idol. She was able to flip Kendra to a point I definitely know Bruce didn't flip Kendra. Kelly did really, really well. She won immunity. Everything came up, Kelly, this episode. Other than Caleb getting voted out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I can definitely say that. Um, so my buff goes to my winner pick, Katura. Katura gets my buff. I thought she... Found herself in a really bad spot at the start of the episode, and she comes out of this episode in a much, much, much better spot. I thought she made the right call with the rock draw. I thought she found out information. Um, she lost a, lost a, an ally in Caleb, but I think there's much greener pastures ahead for Kazura. And like I said, she was near the bottom, and now she's probably closer to middle. Yeah. And um, she, she, she she's long, she's long for this game. Long for this game. I do think so, yeah, and and she, I think she's going to win this battle with Bruce. I think. That's, that's yep, yep, I definitely say that. I'll, I'll give you that. I would. I didn't even have her in my big numbers as um, buffs, but I can understand why you gave it to her. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I thought a lot of people played really well this week. Yeah. I thought there's a lot of good things from many people. Yeah. I, I could have given it to Jake, Kelly, uh, even Kendra. Uh, yeah, Kendra. Like, yeah, literally anyone. Yeah. There was the, a few. Like a lot of good stuff from a lot of yeah. people, which is rare. Yeah. Usually it's like one person that stands out or two. Yeah. But there's so many good good plays going on and, and a lot of mutually beneficial uh, the vote outs, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Like it's good for a lot of people. Like Sufu leaving is great for the Reaver Four because it makes their Reavers look smaller even though it's a tight unit. Yeah. Um Caleb leaving is great for uh, a lot of people, including Katura, that now is a solo person that can jump onto the Reavers. So like very mutually beneficial vote outs for a lot of people. So good Yeah, week. it was a great week, great week. Great week. So Buckles buffer the episode leaderboard. We've got 
So many people on one. We got a picket fence. The picket fence is getting bigger. Uh, so we lost the briar on one. We got Katora now is on one. Bruce, Drew, Julie, Caleb leaves us on one. And then we got Kelly and Austin on two. And Emily still winning this season on four. Good on you, Emily. Yeah, I, I think uh, there's going to be it's going to get tighter and tighter. Like Emily is in a good spot now, but is she going to be doing a lot of powerful things? So she, like people might be catching up to us quite soon, I reckon. Yeah, no, it, it, it's going to be a good end of the season. I love the characters, love the cast. Is this the best cast of the new era? If you asked me two weeks ago, I would have said absolutely not. But they're really starting yeah. to. To do stuff and be entertaining, yeah. and I really, I was so high on this episode. It was, yeah. such, a it was episode. such a good episode, Jake. Holy fuck, out like yeah. Jake. Damn, like good on him. <laughs> well done, All right, Mac. Amazing episode. What do you got coming up this week? This weekend, uh, look, not much. You've got UK Survivor Sunday and Monday. Uh, pretty quiet weekend. Actually, I'm going to a musical on Sunday. My cousin is directing a musical, and a few of my other cousins are in it. Jersey Boys musical. Good. Should be good, just a local amateur production, but excited for that. And uh, that's about my weekend. What, what, what about yourself, mate? Um, I am hoping to get out of the house as of Monday, so I've just got to muscle through this weekend at home doing jack shit. And then I am good to be back out in civilization, in the world. Thank you for having these chats with me, Mac, because they're the only chats I get. <laughs> Look, I don't envy anyone with the shingles, but you've had a hard time of it. And um, let's let him loose out in the world. Let's let him loose. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for you, cunts. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. Watch out. Watch Buckles out. is coming. All right. Lock up your daughter. <laughs> All right, guys. Hit us up. Survivor Buffs, Blindsides and Banter on Facebook. Get us at Survivor underscore 3BS. Get it on Instagram. Survivor 3BS on Twitter. There is a TikTok coming from my knowledge. Who knows? This is a shock to me. Um, I've never... (laughs) I don't think I've ever watched TikTok ever. I think I've watched a video or two that people send me, but that's it. And I'm about to be on it. With you, Max. So get excited. Wow. It's coming. This is news to me as well. So, <laughs> right. When did I agree to this? Did we, Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's because it turns out we're good enough that a social media manager wants to hit us up. So that's pretty cool. Um, wow. We're going we're places. We're going places. Right? Who knew? We've got to, we got to, it's the, the, what I'm worried about is I've got a, I've got a face for radio. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure TikTok's videos. <laughs> Certainly is. That's all. I can do the heavy lifting in that department. Okay, yeah. Thank, thank God that my my partner's uh, cutie. So, because um, I'm fucked. All right, let's wrap this uh, up. All right. I've been Buckles. He's been Mac. You've been awesome. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Buckles. Always a pleasure. See you next See time. See you, bro. Is this Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor.